You're very welcome to Tree Talk episode 211 with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt O'Callaghan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Yet another busy weekend for the Limerick clubs. We've three football sides in a Munster club semi final action. We obviously had three hurling sides last week. Two of them reached finals. We also had the Premier 21s hurling final and the Junior B hurling final. And of course, the Dare are in London this weekend for their All Ireland quarterfinals. So stay tuned for preview and reviews of all those games and more. The impression the game we get all with what you put into is like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Bill Kenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pounds worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the back of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Curry. Curry leading the charge to the left with eight. 45 meters out. He's a chance to score. He's putting it in. He's There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. <laughs> Good afternoon, Matt, recording on a Wednesday morning as I just look to my left to my monitor. It's Morocco and Croatia in the World Cup. I suppose it's we are a GA podcast, but it's hard to ignore the World Cup and the abundance of games. And you'd hope that you'd love to see sort of a, a GA World Cup where you had four games on a day, wouldn't you? Well, absolutely, Jack. That 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 would be actually dreamland. Although, you know, I suppose if you could bilocate during the summer, you could get four games maybe in a day. All right, you know, but um, ah, yeah. Look, it's 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 get it's getting huge coverage and it's 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 a huge event. But um, you know, I I I think it's it it, it the, the, the the integrity of the competition is in question. With first of all, how it was awarded to Qatar and um, um a lot of the sideshows that are that are going on there with regard to. Uh, Qatarian rules and all that, that sort of thing, and um, you know, you, you just wonder um, the main stadium, um, which which housed the the um, the opening ceremony, is thirty miles into the desert. You know, yeah. Um, uh, what use is it going to be when the World Cup is over? Like it's 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 going to be like a lighthouse in a bog, brilliant but useless. You know, um. <laughs> Um, but um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm not into you know I, I'm a football fan as you know, and I'm I'm not as as enthusiastic about it as I normally would be, Jack. Um, mm. First of all, because we don't have the Republic of Ireland there. But apart from that, um, from a football perspective, I I I think it's it has been overshadowed. Um, by everything that has gone on since it has been awarded to Qatar, and I think that 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 is unfortunate. And um, of course, we, we we had a huge surprise yesterday with with the, the, the defeat of Argentina. Um, of course, tell me a World Cup finals that there hasn't been um, um, a huge surprise like that. Did I, I think that South Korea beat beat Portugal in 1966. You know, it's 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 part of the course. One of these you weren't around, Jack. No, no, no. Um, no. Yeah. it's one of the, it's one of these you know things that uh, that you you're going you're going to get surprise results and unlikely results. But 
um, they're they're particularly usually in the first rounds because um, the competition seems to bed down. But it leaves Argentina with a bit of a mountain to climb to participate in the concluding stages of the, of, of the competition. But um, look, it's good. It's up and running. Um, let's hope now that the focus um, for the next part, 20 odd days that's left of it, there was 29 days in total, I think, um, that, the, 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 that the focus will be solely on football and that these, these sideshows will be, will be switched off. Yeah, I suppose after we've seen we've seen most of the teams once, we'll see them all by the end of Thursday. I think if you were to call a winner, oh sure, look, it's 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 very hard to you know, um, uh, in, in, you know, they should be handing over the trophy to England if we were to read all the narrative after their their win against Iran, but. I, I find it very hard to see the winner coming outside of, of, of um, France, Spain and, and Brazil. Yeah, France were good last night, in fairness. We haven't seen Brazil may, yet. May, I probably... may, may, maybe, maybe a shout-out for Belgium. Very, very good squad of players. Um, can they do it? I know about Mr. Martinez. He was manager of Everton for a number of years. Yeah. Um, their manager, we won't go there. And we certainly won't go there with the possibility of he returning to Everton. But um yeah look i i the, the the french will be very formidable jack i i, I would be leaning towards them you know yeah, i i lean towards belgium um you know they're going to have to win eventually i think with the likes of kevin de bruyne and then uh, it could be their year but that's enough about the soccer and the world cup as i said we're here to talk ga and we've three huge games um in the football this weekend we'll start with those and we'll look back in ireland then Later on in the podcast, obviously the standout fixture is this Sunday in Central Stadium, Newcastle West versus Clanmel Commercials in the Munster semi-final. And when you see those two names paired together, Matt, you kind of automatically go back to 2015 and a huge missed opportunity for Newcastle West. I know they had, I think it was a 23 years gap from their previous Limerick title, but they had the game won and let six points, conceded six points in a row in the last five minutes and we were talking to Ian and Jimmy the other night you know and you could hear from Ian that they are thinking about that game and are really hoping to avenge that result I, I, absolutely and I you know I, I I think Ian nailed it actually you know um, it, it, it's it's a result that will will rankle with all not just Newcastle West supporters but with Limerick supporters because Newcastle West went to Clanmel that day as rank outsiders total underdogs and and um, they did everything, Jack, but win the football match. Mm. You know that that's that 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 is the pity about it. And what transpired after, you know, um, had, had uh, um, uh, in that they went on and beat Nemo Rangers in in the final in Mallow. You know, and, and we saw we saw something similar replicated in twenty twenty, when Limerick was so unlo- unlucky to lose the Munster final. Semi-final in the Gaelic grounds to Tipperary, that, that huge point from Connor Sweeney that forced the extra time. And then Tipperary went on and won the Munster final. Um, so, but it, that, that particular day in 2015, um, uh, as I said, is, you know, Newcastle West did everything but win the game. Um, they, they, they seemed to be in control of it, but, but lost their way at, at a crucial stage. And, and um, um, Clamel Commercial saw it out. 
Um, now, we, 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 were, we were similar situation in terms of forum going into this semi-final in that um, Newcastle West again will be outsiders. And I'm sure um, from the, you, you were there, Jack, and we talking to the lads the other night, you know, um, that, that's something that, you know, they won't mind. They, 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 um, they, they, they probably will be quite happy with it because going into the game, all the pedigree is with um, commercials, Clonmel commercials. Like they travel to Cork in the quarterfinal, rank outsiders, and then they point win on the side over Nemo Rangers, who are the team in the competition in Munster and All Ireland levels. And um, you know that gives them the right uh, to be to be firm favourites. But um, I I have this sense of of of, of, of about Newcastle West, Jack. That um, I I honestly think that Newcastle West. Um, had the perfect preparation for for the um, for the challenge that they are facing on Sunday, with the with the the semi final and the final uh, the Limerick final. Like the game that they got against them, um, Monaleen, and I did say to some of the Newcastle West connections afterwards, you know, when they were got getting a palpable sense of relief that they got over the line, but it was the ideal test um, uh, for going forward and going into a final. And it it, it, it it was similar in the final. They got a real, real, real test. Like um, uh, coming down the home straight, coming down in injury time, uh, in, in the final, in normal time, Newcastle West Jack were on the ropes until Dan, Dan Daugherty came up there and got that crucial equaliser, forced the game to extra time now. And they seem to find a new gear in extra time, Newcastle West. Yeah. But I, 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 I would be quite confident that... Um, uh, that that Newcastle West are not just going to turtle us on Sunday to make up the numbers or, or, or you know or be anything a, a sideshow or a bit part in 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 this game because I I, I think they 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 they're they're quite capable of giving a very good account for themselves and quite capable Jack of 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 being very there or thereabouts at 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 the end because. Um, we see Newcastle West in patches, and it, 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 it's um, when I say in patches, um, if if they were to maintain it over an hour, um, it would take a, it would take a very very good team to beat them. And I'm talking about when when they decide to drive forward their teams, they tend to have a pro- propensity for times during games to go lateral. Yeah, with, you know, um, which at times can be annoying for the simple reason that. Um, <coughs> They are a very formidable and they are a very exciting attacking force. And of course, um, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Lee was at pains there to t- tell us on Monday night, Jack, about the the importance of the middle third, and it it, it is hugely important. And and um, of course, I suppose um, when it comes to players that can play the, the middle third game and and can link out a defence up and into the attack. Um, they certainly have experts in that, in their two all-star nominees, um, Ian Corbett and Keen Sheehan. Yeah, and it is obviously something something that 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 Newcastle West have worked on. So um, I'm 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 very hopeful, Jack, going to Tullus on Sunday. Um, that Newcastle West, um, it, it's going to be difficult for them. Call a spade a spade. It's going to be difficult for them. But they're capable of, upset, of upsetting the odds, Jack. And um, 
we, we, we have, we've also seen another great characteristic that they have developed over the last two years um, in particular is their ability to see out close games and their ability to win close games. And we, we, we saw that, um, the, the, the different spectrums of that in, in the last two rounds of the Limerick Championship when they closed out Mona Lean from being just ahead and when they rescued the game against the Dare. That is one of the great characteristics. And, of course, another thing that, that, we, we, you know, that we didn't realise until they, they, they appeared in the county final in that during the group stages in the semi-final, they hadn't conceded a goal. Like in the entire in the entire championship, in the entire uh, seven games that they played in Limerick, the first goal came a minute before halftime from a penalty against them. So, yeah. like they have, they have a very very tight, organised and disciplined defence. But they'll want it on Sunday. They'll want it on Sunday because um, this 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 is a very very formidable um, um, commercial side. There's no use in saying otherwise. Six of these lads, I think, Jack, were involved when, Tip when Tipperary beat Cork in the Munster final in, 1920, in 2020. <coughs> and Michael Quinlan is an all-star. And you've fellas like Kevin Fahey, Jason Lonergan, Jack Kennedy, Coleman Kennedy, uh, Patrick Lurum. You know, extremely, extremely good players. Now, they beat from an inch in, 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 in the um, Tipperary final. Um, Lopsided Tipperary final didn't get a real test, I would imagine. Um, judging by the scoreline of one ten to one two, um, which would suggest maybe not the most exciting of games, um, but, but, but they did it and um, then went on and 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 as we've already said, beat beat Nemo Rangers. But I'm quite hopeful. I'm from Newcastle West, and um, like we've seen the new players coming through in, in Newcastle West this year. And um, uh, Ruan O'Connor, uh, Todd Donovan, um, Emmett Richter. We've seen the emergence of Brian Nix, you know, and we all we all know about Dermot Kelly, you know. Yeah. And, um, and you know, we're at the lower end of the age spectrum now when we're talking about these players. Like to me, Emmett Richter has been a revelation at midfield. Yeah, he's, he's a fine footballer. Particularly outstanding in the semi-final. Had a very very good final, and um, you know. Um, like you, you throw in in those in with the experience that they have and the likes of the Keen Sheehan's and the Ian Corbett's of this world. And what about Big Mac on the edge yeah. of the square? We'll say probably yeah. what about him, the Gold King, you know? Um, probably a player of the championship. If Newcastle West can use Big Mac on Sunday, you know he's going to cause a lot of problems for commercials. Yeah, definitely. I suppose you mentioned that game, Parky Cueve. They they really show what they're all about, Clanmel, but probably. You know, we're at their peak that day. Anything less, and there's, you know, there's a big opportunity for Newcastle. They have the monkey off the back with regards that win over the Dyer last year. That was their first win in Munster in 40 years, I think. You know, so monkey off the back. Clamell are favourites, and rightly so. But, you know, you wouldn't rule out Newcastle because they do match up well in terms of that middle third you mentioned and good power for runners. So it'll be an interesting game, uh, definitely, this Sunday yeah, but Jack, in Turles. But, but, but Jack, they, they, the Newcastle West pack is a very strong one because they had a couple of monkeys on it. You know, they had the monkey of not winning in Munster and they also had the monkey of not completing back-to-back -back titles in Limerick. So oh, yeah, all the monkeys all the monkeys are gone, Jack. 
Yeah, no, it's it's a formidable uh, Newcastle West side. Um, previous day on Saturday, or sorry, it's Sunday as well in the Pierce and Ballina in the intermediate semi final in the Pierce obviously won intermediate in Limerick at the first time of asking. We spoke about that in detail and their lack of playing time and all that, but they, they responded well with semi final and final victories. Really impressive against Rowan Moore in the semi final as well. Matt double score winners, uh, 210 to 1 5. They play a Ballina side, another Tipperary. Tipperary game, but um, you know, they'll have semi-home advantage in Kilmaluk to use their effect in the semi-final. You know, like I'd be I'd be favoring the Pierschig in, in this one. I don't know too much about Balna. Obviously, they were Tipperary champions, but Napiershig should definitely have no fear um in terms of this game, and they're obviously beaten last week in the in the hurling, so they'll be really keen to rectify it this weekend. Yeah, they, 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 it, it's a competition. Um yeah, they, 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 first of all, they, they will be anxious from a club perspective, even though there's no crossover between the hurling and the football, or very, very little, minimal anyway. Um, they would be anxious to atone for um, the defeat to Ballygunner last weekend and and um, and get to the final. And uh, Jack, I, I, from looking at it, they, they look quite capable of doing it um, because they won a very, very good Limerick Championship. And um, they won a Limerick Championship at the first time of asking, um, which is not always very easy to do when you suffer relegation. Um, sometimes it's very, very hard to, um, to um, you know, to pick it up immediately. And um, uh, there usually is when you suffer relegation, um, that there's sort of a big turnover of players because... Um, uh, following regulation... Uh, regula- relegation um players at the, the at the upper end of the of, of, of the age scale uh tend to call time on their careers and um uh, but Napiershik have have regrouped now they, they they have been in the competition before back in 2013 um yeah when they got a, when they got a walk over in the semi-final um from um uh, the Tipperary champions uh there, there were no Tipperary champions, or there were Tipperary champions, but they were not in time for the Munster uh, Club Championship. And then they faced in, <coughs> called into a semi final against the Cork champions, Valley Rovers, at the Gaelic Grounds. And were very, very unlucky on the day after Valley Rovers getting a good start, but very unlucky on the day to, to lose um, 111 to 8 points. And um, there are three or four players from that side that, that are still around, like Kieran Derrick. Um, Kevin Nolan and Evan Egan, then to give them give them that bit of experience. But what what I what I see about about Napierci, Jack and them, um, I think we are totally in agreement in this. Now we fancied them from the start, as I said in previous podcasts. I went off them for the simple reason that I thought that they had a lousy uh, group stage, uh, group phase through no fault of their own, getting two walkovers. Um, uh, but they, they 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 picked it up and and and. Um, have shown measurable improvement um, game on game. Uh, won a very, very good Limerick semi-final against Mungo St. Paul's. Won a very, very good final against um, Drum Bradford, who were on a high and um, did very, very well in, 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 in the manner. And the manner, Jack, as distinct from just the victory, the manner of the victory over the Waterford champions, Ron Moore. So um, it, 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 it augurs very, very well for the Pearson. Of course, I, I was hugely disappointed. I have to say, Jack, when the Pearson were 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 um, were um, relegated last year for the simple reason that I actually loved their 
their football philosophy and the way that the, the way that they they play the game, and um, you know sometimes um, it, it, it is not conducive to getting the results that they that they that they deserve. And um, I, I would argue that they were relegated because they weren't prepared to sa- sacrifice their, their principles of of playing good open expansive football. And um, which you're in a relegation dogfight isn't you know isn't always the way to get out of it. But look. They're back in seeing a ranks this year. They're in a monster semi-final. They're 60 minutes away from a monster final. And um, I, I'm quite happy at the way that they have progressed over the season, um, that they have a real good chance of beating Ballina. Now, Ballina will be playing senior football for the first time um, next ever year, yeah. ne- next year. They beat Mulnahorn in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Tipperary final. I think they've come up to, through the junior ranks Um to win the intermediate championship. Now, their standout player, of course, would be Stephen O'Brien, yeah. uh, an all-star nominee, Munster medal winner with Tipperary in 2020. They also have um, uh, Michael Breen, the, the, the Tipperary senior hurler, who, who, who is a decent exponent of the big ball code as well, you know. But um, yeah. uh, I, I'm going from the Piercing. I, 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 I think the Piercing have what it takes, uh, you know, um, to take another step towards provincial honours and uh, possibly set up a final meeting with either Kentuck or Ratmore. Yeah, I I think they'll they'll go one better than they did in fourteen. Ballinar reached the Munster final last year in junior level. Yeah. B. Mount Collins in the first round. Obviously, Mount Collins were Limerick's representatives after Father Casey's won the junior championship, but they lost to Gula. Um, but they have good pedigree. But I would, I would fancy. Yeah, but they, they lost. They, they lost very heavily to Gunnif Gunna in in in, yeah. in 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 the final, Jack. But uh, obviously, if, what I said about now, fair play to them. You know, they went and put that behind them. Regroup for the regroup for the intermediate championship in Tipperary this year, and 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 won it. You yeah, know, not all but, but I, I I have a sense that that um you, you know. I think the Piercing have the way with all to get through on this one, Jack. Yeah, no, I, I definitely be siding with the Piercing in that one on Sunday in Kilmallock. Obviously, mm-hmm. on Saturday, even though it's the, the junior clash, it's probably the glamour tie of the weekend. Anything with David Clifford these days, it, it turns to gold. But Castlemahan in Coolyroo, in fairness to them, uh, the, they got their house in order. They're going to host the game, which is real. Like It's a huge day for the club, you know, regardless of how the game goes, to have the Cliffords, you know, to All-Ireland, medalist, the current footballer of the year, Paddy's a two-time All-Star as well, you know, but um, Castle Mahan will definitely be up against it um, when they play play Fossa this Saturday in Coolyroo. But, um, you know, first first and foremost, they came through their game against Shamrock, showed great determination um, after winning the Premier Junior Championship. Be a huge step up, but they have some, they have some quality players to, to trouble Fossa, but there's no doubt that the Kerry champions will be favourites on Saturday. Yeah, they will. It's it's going to be one of those where were you uh, moments um, when 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 the Clifford uh, when David Clifford and Party um, roll into West Limerick on, on on Saturday like it's 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 a dream like and it's 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 bringing into opposition Jack um, the two All Ireland winning senior full forwards this year Seamus Flanagan with Limerick and David yeah. Clifford with Kerry. Which, yeah, I think which it was hurling. We'd definitely be back in Fiona, but. <laughs> And and very 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 interesting, um, you know, um, the the we, we had the performance of, of of David Clifford against Listry in the in the in the Kerry final, but um, Seamus Flanagan kept his best performance for Castleman 
um, to the provincial game um, against Shamrocks the last day out when he scored a goal in five points. The goal won for the edges. Um, so that, that, that all adds to it. But first of all, congratulations to um, uh, to everybody involved in the Fiona Castle Mahan Club on, on hosting such a big day. Um, Jack, Quaid Park in normal circumstances is a lovely, lovely venue to visit. Yeah, it's very nice. And... and um, you know, they have their house in order, and it did, 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 didn't surprise me that they pulled out all the stops to ensure that um, um, that this glamour tie, and you're, you're right, it's the glamour tie of the three, um, probably the glamour tie of the, of, of the entire uh, weekend, um, because, um, you, you know, there, 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 there is glamour attached to every, every place that David Clifford goes, um, and um, it, it's one to really, really look forward to, and um, like... Yeah, it's very, very easy just to, just to dismiss it and say, I should look, um, Foss are going, going to get into the Munster final. And um, look, all, all the punditry and all, all the form suggests uh, that, 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 that they will. But like, I, 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 I'd be confident that Castle Mahan will, will give a good account of themselves. Now, they, Castle Mahan have been through this route before, Jack. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, you know, they got to a monster final. They got a great win in Drum and Inch in the first round, beat Cool Mean of Clare in, 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 in Coolie and lost to Keane and Mal on a day, which I, I've said before in this podcast that I thought they gave far too much respect to Keel and lost by 14 points to four. I think Kessel Mahan were far, far closer to Keel than that scoreline would suggest. So I, I have no doubt that they have a number of players that were involved in those, in, in, in those games back in... Was it 2014? Um, 13. It was 13. Against, I just checked there against Keel, yeah. 13. Yeah, 2013. Um, that, 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 they have a number of players that will have learned from that and, and will, will bring that experience um, to the new crop um, on, on, on Saturday. Like it's, 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 it's really huge glamour football tie. And um, uh, obviously the expectation, Jack, is that there's going to be a huge crowd in Kooliru on, 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 on Saturday. Now I understand that there is a traffic plan and all in 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 um, in, in in place for for for, for supporters that are coming to Kuliru. Um but it, 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 it's a huge day. Any day that David Difford is in town, Jack, um, it's a big, big, big day. Like a serious, serious footballer. Um, uh, you know, we needn't look further than his performance in the Kerry final against the Marco Shea trend. Coached Listry um, when when himself and his brother salvaged the game, um, uh, you know, uh, pulled um, uh, pulled the victory out of the jaws of defeat in that particular one. They did it, got a late goal and a point to force it to extra time, and won the, <coughs> won the game in, in in extra time. And I think that they, uh, David Clifford got two twelve in the game. Yeah. And his, his his brother who was playing centre back um was was got one two. And you you must remember, Jack, that Clifford Brothers in 2022 are probably the most decorated footballers in Ireland in 2022. They have National League medals, they have Munster Nile Island medals, they have Kerry Singer football medals with East Kerry. And yeah. they've carried junior medals with FASA. You know, there'd be an awful lot of players 
would love to get that in a, in a, in a fifteen year career. Not yeah. mind get it. Not mind get it in less than twelve months. You know, um, but it, it gives you a sense of the importance of of, of David Clifford and Party. Like there's there's no use in in in, in ignoring him either because, um, you, you know, he's a workaholic around the field. Yeah, plays yeah. centre back for. Um, but like for you know. It, it probably suits Castle Mahan, and we're talking here now nearly for five minutes on this, Jack, and four and a half minutes of it have been devoted to the to the Cliffords. Mm. And Castle Mahan will probably be relishing that and love the, <coughs> loving that because they'll be coming under the radar. All Like, in many ways, it's a free pass for Castle Mahan. Yeah. Like, um, Fossa arrive in West Limerick, unbookable favourites. Yeah, but unbookable favourites don't always win games, Jack. Yeah. You know? And uh, it'll be very, very interesting to see who will set, who, how Castle Mahan will set out to deal with David Clifford. Um, I think it's, it's it's one of those things like the Twelve Apostles is an island that will be delegated to mark him. Um, yeah, um, it'll be a tough conversation yeah. with those players this weekend. But the nature of competitive players, they'll be wanting to mark. The best in the country, you know. If if you can limit Dave Clifford to five or six absolutely. points from play, I think you're doing well, you know, because he could easily absolutely, score two, five or six. Absolutely, and Castleman will absolutely relish this, and they will love it. They have a home venue; they'll have a very partisan home crowd, and um, that will be supporting them not just from their own um, Fiona Castleman area, but from around the county and and beyond, um, because like. Uh, the, the tentacles of the importance of David Clifford, you know, <laughs> spreads into every county, into Cork and everywhere. So um, I think um, it, 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 this foregone conclusion thing that um, Foss are going to be in the Munster final check, I don't subscribe to it. And um, Raff accuses me in the past of having green mist in my eyes, Jack, but um, I, 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 I honestly think there's justification for believing that um, Castle Mahan can give a very good account of themselves. Yeah, I think they'll definitely give a good account of themselves. They showed that against the Waterford Champions, but having having the likes of the Cliffords there now, I would say it's probably going to be a bridge too far. Just before we move from that game, Castle Mahan um, have put up a notice about just getting to the game. Um, it'd be a one-way traffic system to the match. Be coming in from Bunoak Bridge towards Quaid Park. There'll be no access to Coolyroo by road from the Kilmeady side and they urging people to get there early because there might be a bit of a walk but um, they're putting all the plans in place and a fair play to all involved in Castleman and Coolaroo and best wishes to Castleman, to Napierstig and to Newcastle this weekend. Absolutely, but before I go from that, the game in Castleman is what our great organisation is all about. Here mm. we have a small parish <coughs> in West Limerick hosting one of the greatest footballers that the game has ever seen. This is what it's all about. They're pulling out all the stops. The community um, um, coming together um, to roll out the red carpet for, you know, let's 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 face it, like a, a very, 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 very special footballer. But I'm sure like that um, the, the, the pleasantries will end once once the ball is thrown in and the, and, and the teams cross the white line. It it, 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 it it will be helter skelter um by both sides. I I'm one of those um uh, 
at the risk of being um, accused of being in a deluded world, Jack, um, I, I, I am one of those that believe that, that Castle Maham will give, will give it everything. They will give it everything. They'll definitely give it everything, and, and hopefully, hopefully, it'll be enough, enough to upset the odds. Um, moving on from the football this weekend, we're going to look back now at a, another busy weekend. We had three Limerick sides in action in the Munster uh, Club Hurling Championships. Um, start with Monlean and St. Kieran's. We had two from two on Saturday. Unfortunately, it appears she couldn't join them in the senior final. But um, Mona Lean beat St. Joseph's Dura Bearfield um, in a brilliant game in Kilmallock. Uh, you know, Mona Lean led for majority of it. Then St. Joseph's got in front and then a brilliant Marco Dwyer goal um, snatched it towards the end for Mona Lean. I think deserving over the course of a contest, but really absorbing game. They went one better than they did in 16 when they were beaten by Kilmiley in a semi-final and now they have a final um, against Ross Gray to look forward to next weekend in a parky rain. Just on that game, Matt, you know, St. Joseph's gave it their all, but I think Monoline, and you might agree with me, were thoroughly deserving over the course of the hour. Well, Jack, I, I, um, it's fresh in my mind because I had an argument with, with somebody... Um, Yesterday, that 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 um, um, was of the opinion um, and very vociferous about it that that uh, that um, uh, Dora Bearfield were robbed. Um, robbed of what? You get you get those. <laughs> you know, um, you know, um, typical of the naysayers that had us for forty-five years without a title, Jack. Um, Dora Bearfield were far from robbed. It was a very very good game. That Monoline totally deserved to win, and um, I have made the point. I don't know if I've made it in this medium uh, or um, or not, um, but I will make it now anyway. And I've made it to a number of people that um, uh, you know it's a totally, totally different Monoline team um, that has been promoted to that which was relegated twelve months ago. Yeah. Um, like it's it, it, it's the whole structure of the team, the whole structure of the approach, the infusion of young players who are stepping up to the mark, <coughs> and guys like Larkin Lines, um, Mark O'Dwyer, Ed Doyle, um, who are taking leadership positions and leading from the front. Great to see Andrew Latouche Cosgrave getting um, well over a half came on before half time. Uh, did his job. Great to see him coming back to the type of form that we know he's capable of. Um, it augurs well for for Monadine. It's a game I I enjoyed. Um, they 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 were five points up at half time. Could have been more. Um, now when when um, uh, Dora Bearfield got their way back into the game and I actually went ahead went ahead twice. Um, the first time they went ahead immediately at the other end, Ed Doyle sent over an equaliser, but they went back ahead again. I think it was Keen Bam that put them back in front. But um, after that, a mistake in 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 in, in the um, Dora Bearfield attack now is this thing from defence. Um, and they, 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 a ball was passed away. It was it was turned over by by Monlean. And it worked its way through one or two or three phases before it came to Marco Dwyer, um, who hit half on a, on a, on a, on a beeline for goal and blasted it to the net. And as 
as as you know as it is said the rest is history and um that put him two points up and i think donico dali made it three and at that stage um do the barefield pressed uh uh, but, you, you know, you got the sense right through those concluding minutes. There were six or seven of them or eight of them maybe. Um, that Monlin wasn't going to relinquish what they had. And no, which, which was um which, which was a place in, 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 in the Munster final. And um, I, I, I thought Monlin actually, you know, um, it, it was a very, very good... Imp- and Jack, it, it 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 was an improved performance on the county final from Monlean, yeah. and and Monlean's performance in the county final was improved was an improvement on previous games, because I had seen him in the semi final and I had seen him through the group stages, and there seems to be measurable improvement going on game and game, and and um, uh, that, that was uh, you know you 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 just wondered, um, going into the semi final last Saturday how they would adapt whether that progress would be maintained or not the answer was a very very emphatic yes but jack they, they will have to make um they will have to make further progress now and um you know you, you'll say you couldn't have a podcast without o'callaghan cribbing but um crib i, I will crib i will and um it, it is um the venue they, they, face, they face a ross gray side who were playing senior b last year and tipperary county board in their wisdom at the start of this year, decided to redesignate its senior B as Premier Junior, Premier Intermediate Championship. You know, so I yeah, we'll have day. that with um, St. Kieran's. We'll be thinking that as well. Um, they, will, they, will, they, will, they will, and rightly so. And I'll be coming to that, and I have already mentioned that. Yeah, there is an inequity about this, like counties are are entitled, I suppose, to decide on what are the structures of their championship. But when, when the championships are feeding into a, a provincial championship, I think there's a certain level of onus on the provincial council to <coughs> ensure that there's a level playing field. Yeah. Yeah, it, look, it, it's hard to tell. Limerick obviously changed from intermediate in 14 and has been a world with success. And obviously, Casaman are Premier Junior winners this year. They're in a monster final, so I think I think it works every way. Um, St. Kieran's obviously will play the defending monster champions in a monster final. I don't know if, if we've had that scenario before where a team retained their title. No, we but, haven't had. We, we, but, have, we haven't had it. Yeah, like look, it's it's a, a point out we can't control that, but St. Kieran's are into a monster but final. Jack, you hold know, it, hold it a second. Now I disagree with you there. We have a we 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 have the right and the entitlement to express our annoyance about it. Oh yeah, no, that's fair enough. But I'm just saying with with the with the final next week, you know, it, it is going to be it is going to be Kieran's and Bally Giblin, and I, I don't really think the Kieran's lads will care. They'll they'll just be wanting to play Munster Championship. It probably is a bit unfair that they are playing the, the defending Munster champions. They were all Ireland runners up, I think. But firstly, on St. Kieran's, we'll look ahead to that game fully with Bally Giblin next weekend. Um, that game is on the the third or the fourth of December, but um, their win over the banner, you know, they showed everything that's good about St. Kieran's that they got an early lead and they they were they were clawed back in and Shane Meehan level with the last puck of the ball. But similarly, an extra time with the last puck of the ball, Donny Nolan stepped up and he came on as a substitute. I think he's had awful look with injuries, Donny. In fairness to him, but St. Kieran's will battle to the very end. 
and they just persevered after extra time, and it'll give them huge confidence going into that final. Absolutely. I'm delighted for Donny Nolan. He got three points after coming on. And I make this point about Donny Nolan, of course, who was involved in, in 12, 10 years ago, Jack, and um, suffered an injury which ended his participation in the Munster final early in the first half. Um, and St. Kieran subsequently lost by two points um, and would, could legitimately argue had Donny Nolan been on the field. Um, you, you could have a different result because you know what he brings. Now it's 10 years on, but he still has the guile. He still has the experience. And um, he's what a, what a sub to bring on. But um, it was it was typical of what we've seen of St. Kieran's this this day. Um, now I'm going on reports that, that, that I have of the match from um, who, who um, representative that was there and and from you know from one or two of the Cairns lads that I was talking to since. But um, it was typical of St. Cairns, you know, that, 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 that um, like we were, we were, Jack, earlier on in the, in the podcast, we were lauding their performances and it, through, the Munster, through the Limerick Championship. Like they, they, they went through the Limerick Championship with eight straight wins. Very, very difficult thing to do. Go through group stage, um, after um, and and you know uh, come through without a glove being laid on you, then when you're semi-final, quarter-final, semi-final, and final. Now the, the the only black spot in 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 they've nine games played now before they've got to the monster final. Yeah. And the only black spot in that, and um, I, I I hate bringing up black spots in 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 um, an, an otherwise unblemished run, but um. They rectified it very, very quickly, and that was a desperate no-show bad performance in the first half of the of the county final. And I suppose that that would be a bit unfair, maybe to drum Colour Bradford, who played very, very well in the first half. But <coughs> here is where St. Kieran's resilience comes in. When they came out for the second half in that county final, Jack, they, they were a totally, totally different team and quickly reverted back to the St. Kieran's that we had been used to during the summer going out winning their matches and 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 being decisive but a backdrop to all this jack uh, a backdrop to all this you must remember that St Kieran's were very very unlucky to lose the county final last year yeah which, this which makes business. which makes their performance this year jack all the more credible now i know they have a hard core of experience they have about 10 players that have been through Monster Championship Fair before in 2010. Or, sorry, 2012. And that must stand to them big time. <coughs> but last Sunday, they, 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 or Saturday, they really, really dug it out in Innes. And I suppose Shane Meehan, he got that equaliser. You know, but um, when it came to extra time, and when it came to a show of, of, of resilience, um, You'd back St. Kieran's all day, and that's 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 the way that's the way it transpired. Yeah, and look, they'll they'll need all the resilience in the final. Um, as I said, we, we'll talk about that in depth next next week. But they will they will have the champions for company in Mallow. Obviously, the Pierschig then were looking to make a three out of three for Limerick sides, but fell to the defending All Ireland champions Ballygunner. I think Napierschig were dominant in the first half, two eleven to one nine. It could have been could have been more. They started better, but you know, Ballygunner, Ballygunner as champions do, slowly 
just kept chipping away, chipping away. And when they took the lead, you know, and Patrick Sherrill got that call, they didn't really look like losing from that position. You know, it was a real champion's display. But these two sides have taken Club Hurling and Munster to a whole new level, Matt. Like, it was inter-county standard out there. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, and I, I, I suppose... Um, the defeat by to, uh, the defeat of Napiersik, I suppose, Jack, is only compounded by the sight of Mike Casey leaving the field late in the game. And like, let's just hope, let's hope that it's not a serious injury, um, because when it comes to um, um, doing your stint with injuries, certainly Mike, Mike Mike Casey has done it, and we just hope. That it's not a serious injury, and we just wish Mike the very, very best to look for a very, very quick, a very, very quick re- recovery. But what we saw on Sunday was something that we haven't seen before. Um, we saw two Napiersics, possibly Jack. We saw the Napiersic of the first half, which were irresistible, and um, uh, led by five points at half time, and and deservedly led at half time by five points. Now. Uh, the Whites tally in the first half was 62 to Ballygunner, but um, uh, Pierce wasn't in the slightest bit flattered by a five points lead, Jack. You, you'd, ha- you'd have to say no. that at half time. And the expectation was that, um, in typical Pierce fashion, like that they would drive home the advantage in, 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 in the second half, but for some reason it didn't happen. Now, um, Mike Foley was definitely a loss to Pierce, Jack. Yeah, make, he make was. no mistake about that. Playing, playing very well. Had got his name on, on the score sheet. Having a great year with 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 the club. They they they, they had to replace him. I think about a minute before halftime. And of course, um, it, it 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 was a huge blow psychologically, if nothing else, um, psychologically and everywhere, um, to lose Mike Casey with ten minutes to go when the game was in the melting pot. And there, 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 there was one very defining moment there. If you look back on the game, Jack, I think um, I think the sides were level and there was a point in it and Conor Byland was through and goal. And somehow um, somebody got a hook in and Conor only hooked the ball over the bar when there looked like a goal at his mercy. A goal at that stage, Jack, could have changed everything. You yeah. know, but that, that that is not to sugarcoat um, what was a totally uncharacteristic um, in the Pearson performance in the second half, I thought it lacked, it lacked the usual drive. It, it, it lacked the usual cohesion. I thought in the second half, the usual rhythm, and <coughs> um, they, they, they just didn't get into the groove in the second half, which was, which, which was very, very disappointing. And yet they were so close to doing it. But you're right, Jack. There, there, this, 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 this. Gunner are, are, are a formidable side, and um, you, you you know they 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 can have a greater notch or a greater credential than 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 you you travel to Limerick and you beat the champions of Limerick, and you beat Napierschik. You know that 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 is the ultimate badge of honour in in fairness, and um, and they did it and have put themselves in a strong position now going forward. Yeah, <coughs> but I, overall, I, I... a very very disappointing day for Napierschik. A day that was on the piercing like, particularly in the second half, Jack. Um, yeah. Because just... certainly um, uh, we didn't see in the second half uh, the piercing that we had seen through the Limerick Championship. Um, 
Now, there, there, were times during, there were times during the Limerick Championship when they didn't reach the dizzy heights that they normally reach, but they were games that they hadn't to do it. They were quite comfortable. But when the chips were down, Jack, the Piercic were at their very best. No, None more so than in the county final, like which was a display for the ages because they, they were up against the defending county champions. And like in fairness, they just blew Kilmalak out of it on the day. They did, no I mistake about it. But they, 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 whilst they reached that level, I, I would say they reached that level um, in the first half. They didn't come near reaching that level in the second half. Now, how much of that is down um, to the way in the Piercic are uh, Ballygunner regrouped? I don't know. You know, but um, I, I, I thought Patrick Mahoney, um, he, he certainly got the freedom of the Gaelic Grounds on Saturday, on Sunday. Like he ended up with 13 points, seven from play. You know, and yeah, he, he, was, he was the main crucial, difference. In, yeah, some of them at a crucial stage, particularly in the home run. But yeah. um, um, I'm very disappointed for the Piercic. Um, very, very disappointed for him because I'm, I was a firm believer and you, you heard my comments last week and um, uh, that, that I, you know, I, I, I felt they were going to beat Ballygunner and I, I felt that they, that, um, uh, that they had the wherewithal to beat Ballygunner. But um, the Piercic aren't a bad team because they lost this one, Jack. And the PSG aren't gone anywhere because they lost this one. No, they aren't. And I, I would put them in as favourites for the Limerick Championship next year just by virtue of you know their display um, throughout the Championship. And I just think Ballygunner, I think it was more down to, to Ballygunner hitting their strides than the Piercy, you know, falling off. Um, but, you know, an exceptional game, but disappointment from the Piercy, obviously. Moving quickly then, we had the Premier and 21 hurling final on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Bally Brown beat Munger St. Paul's 20-13 points in Ballygrand. You were at it. It continues this remarkable run for Bally Brown that they've now won four minor titles and two 21 titles in five years, I think. It's the likes mm. of Colin Coughlin, Aidan O'Connor would have been part of every one of those, you know. And, and the, the, news is, the news is that they're, that, that they're eligible again next year. Well, they are because they played 20s for Limerick this year. But on the game itself, Matt, it seemed... Nip and tuck for a large share of it, and Bally Brown pulled away in the end. Yeah, Jack. Um, I I was at it, and um, like it, it, it was it, it it was billed as a potential classic, and um, in all honesty, Jack, it didn't feel it didn't fall far short of that. I I, I thought it was an excellent game. First of all, if you were somebody that didn't know anything and just rambled into Bally Grand. Um, you know, you would have trouble in accepting that it was under 21. Like I, I mentioned this about before, about uh, particularly Barry Brown, they're an absolutely physically powerful side, physically powerful side. Um, but the quality of the hurling, Jack, um, right throughout was, 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 was very, very, very good of a very, very, very high standard and. You would have no problem, Jack, if you were in Bally Grand understanding why Limerick have won four All-Irelands in the last five years. You'd be saying to yourself, if, if this is what's coming through the ranks, you know, it's it's easy to see it. Um, it, 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 it. It was an excellent game. Now, just just a, a reprise of the game itself. Mungret um, had the breeze in the first half. And, like, it, it was a stiff breeze um, that blew down to the scoreboard end in, in, in Bally Grand or blew down to the village end in Bally Grand. 
And the expectation was that, um, especially when when um, Liam Lynch put over a point from a free, um, literally within 40 seconds of the start, that that they were going to build up a bit of a lead. But Benny Brown they dug in, and um, they had named Colin Coughlin from midfield and Mikey Gavin at at uh, at centre back. Um, they, they they swapped them around. It had the desired effect. Um, Colin Coughlin. Um, you know, formed a half-back line that in the first half were absolutely imperious, Jack, with Thomas O'Connor, <coughs> who has considerable experience playing senior with Bally Brown over the last couple of years, and, and Ross Kenny, who was immense also, the, 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 the team captain. And, and like, they, they, they really dictated the terms of engagement, Bally Brown did in that first half, despite facing the elements. And... Um, by half time, they had established a two points lead. Now, the expectation and the buzz around the ground was that Paddy Brown were really going to drive on, and this, 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 this would be a, you know that it was going to be a one sided affair. But obviously, nobody told Munger that, yeah. And they, 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 they came out in the second half and hit the ground running. And within seconds of the restart, Kean Maloney, who was playing wing back for Munger, had his second point of the game. And 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 they, they drew level, and um, uh, the the game was level, Jack, with 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 eighteen minutes of normal time remaining, and it it, it was then that 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 Benny Brown sort of recaptured the rhythm of the first half, and the, recaptured the type of rhythm that we know they're capable of, and and um, and drove on, and and from that point on, I'd say for the last eighteen minutes, they restricted. Um, Munger St. Paul's to a single point, and whilst they scored eight points, now during that spell, like Aidan O'Connor was outstanding, both from freeze and got, got a couple of great points, uh, got a couple of great points from play um, late in the game, but it, it was too late to matter. Um, uh, Munger St. Paul's got a penalty. Um, Liam Lynch was 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 fouled, and it's great to see Liam Lynch back and um, mm. not only back, but, but 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 playing at the top of his game. I thought he had a very, very good game and a very, very effective game for Mungret St. Paul's. He took the penalty, but it was well saved by Josh O'Reilly in the in in the Bally Brown goal. And that 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 was the end of it. It's 20 points to 13. On the day, Jack, probably the uh, a fair reflection on on what transpired between the white lines. Um, yeah. Two teams uh, they, that are two teams that are building, Matt. Um, and you you wouldn't be yeah, surprised and, to potentially and, see this as a as a senior final down the line. Um, obviously Munger won the seventeens recently. The couple of those players you mentioned, Keane Maloney and Fintan Fitz and Bally Brown mm -hmm. have a lot of that team underage again next year. I know the whole Munger starting fifteen is underage next year. So that's the right. the future is certainly bright for for the two of those clubs, no doubt. Um. I know we're under a bit of time pressure here, so we'll move on swiftly. Uh, the Junior B final, neither of us were, were able to make that um, on Sunday, but Prof were 3-16 to 3-9 winners over Dune. Um, obviously, after losing last year's final, you know, Prof came back and won it, I said, every week, but we had another scenario that they obviously have an All-Ireland campaign to look forward to. So if you don't mind, Matt, we'll look forward to that game later down the line because we are under time pressure. But congratulations to Brough uh, coming back from oh, losing. Absolutely, no. I, I know there was some there was some shenanigans at halftime about the, the the score line and this that and the other thing. But I I think that that there's that that, that can be no argument. Um, 
you know, Prof went one better than they than than they did last year. And they 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 have the Kennedy um Monster and All Ireland series to look for, look look forward to and um, um you know I, I I would be expecting that in that competition that I looking at the composition of the Brough um team, most of the lads who I would know. Um and and um I I, I think they're well equipped, you know, to, to, to represent Limerick very well in that competition. Yeah, we'll be touching more on Brough uh, later on the line. Obviously, this weekend as well is a very special game for a dare there in All Ireland quarter Camogie quarter final action um, against Tara from from London. They're on their way to to Ruslip on Saturday. Um, just a huge game for a, a dare, Matt. Obviously, we don't know much about the opposition, but for it's it's really novel for for a team to not only play in an All Ireland series, but to to play a team from London and be able to travel over. That game is on at 12 o'clock in McGovern Park. But, you know, Adair have shown thus far that they're they're well capable of going all the way and they'll back themselves in this, no doubt. Yeah, but uh, novel in the sense, Jack, that it, it, it's another opportunity for the, for Adair and the rise of Adair Komogi to take another giant step forward. Um, ju- you know, junior champions of Limerick in, in 2021, Intermediate champions in 2022, monster junior champions in 2022. Um, like the world is that Easter at this stage. <coughs> now, logistically, logistically, it, it 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 poses a problem having to get to London, and and um, now the game is on at 12 o'clock on Saturday in Ryslip, which is the GA headquarters in London, and um, it it it, it um, I I I. I I fancy a dare on this now. Now um, I, I've done a little research in 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 um, in in um, Antara, who are their opponents, um, and now the res- the research didn't tell me very much, other than that they beat Thomas McCartans in in the All Britain final, and that 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 uh, that, um, that that there's just one thing about it, Jack, that 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 struck me when I was looking at the. At the um, composition of, of the the um, the Tara squad, um, now it includes Claire Inright from Granada and Gary, won a county senior medal with Granada and Gary, represented Limerick at underage. She's likely to be lining out at full full back. She's the only Limerick representative on the squad that I saw. But the squad is drawn mainly Jack, which is, you know, which is something for a dare to look out for. They're drawn mainly from. Players from Kilkenny, Galway, Cork, Wexford. Top Camogie counties in this country. You know, yeah. so um, you, you, you don't know of what standard. None of the names stick out to me, except Claire Inright. Um, you don't know what standard they would have attained before they left here. Um, but it's safe to say that players from those, that those counties, Jack, will be well equipped to play Camogie. And yeah, that obviously, to, you know, there is competitive divisions over in England, but like this will be all about it there for us anyway, you know. Yeah, all, shown... about there, all about it there for us. Having said that, even though there maybe without the services of Ashton Connolly, who will be a big loss at full forward, um, uh, I, I, I fancy it there to come through it. And then they'll face an All Ireland semi final against the Ulster champions. But a little sideshow to it. Um, on 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 um, 
and she's never a sideshow. She's the centerpiece when Limerick are a dare, Kamogi, Limerick are a dare, playing Kamogi, Quiva, Costello. Um, of course, Quiva will be will be very very central in that game against Tara. But after after the the, the quarterfinal, she'll be making a mad dash back to Croke Park or back to Dublin for the the Camogie All Stars on Saturday night. And um, uh, we wish Quiva the very very best of luck. If anybody ever deserved an All Star, Jack Quiva Costello deserves it. And um, yeah, it'll, it'll be if, the... if if she doesn't get it, Jack. Don't don't dare draw down um Komogi All Stars next week. I won't, I won't. But yeah, Quiva was phenomenal for um for Limerick and she's Absolutely. carried that form into there and you know, not carried it there, but she's one of the central players. And you know, it'd be a, it'd be a wonderful day if you could win in London and then win an all-star. And I you know, from my limited knowledge of Tara, I think Adair have a brilliant chance. You know, they're such a strong oh, yeah, team. And we yeah. had said at the start of the intermediate championship. That we thought they'd be they be one of the front runners and they, they proved that they won they beat Croke in the final and then they beat Pricky Rangers and Munster and now they're on, on their way to London. So the best to look I, to what I what I see about it is there's another point I make, and I think I made it last week in passing Jack. Um they beat Pricky Rangers in the Munster final. Um and they beat him by four points. It was a very, very comfortable four points victory, Jack. Um they they, they dominated that for long periods without um, putting Ricky Rangers away. Now, um, the, if, if if they can cultivate that when they have teams on the back foot to just go that extra bit and put them away, then I I I I think we're in for a long run to Christmas with it there. You know, yeah, I think they do. I I honestly believe that they have that potential because we saw the Limerick minor team for 2023 was named um their lad the week before last. And four of the Adair starting team are on it. With Amy, Amy Mullins, you had um, Kira Griffin, um, you had uh, Kira Dunn, who were absolutely outstanding in the Munster final, and 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 um, Poppy Giltanan, who was player of the match in the in 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 the in the Munster final. And I'm I'm only saying that, Jack, uh, you know, to highlight that the, what you have the experience and and the youth running through the team. Um, if if you if you if you had if if, if you're a paragon for what is uh, what should be um, the perfect blend of experience and and uh, youth and experience, I think this Adair team has it, um, because like the like of the Grey McNamara, um, uh, Sophia Callahan, Quiva Costellos, um, Lauren Ryan, who is better known probably as a Limerick footballer, but who is playing fantastic stuff at the moment with the Camogie team. Um, you 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 have the like of these girls who will pro provide the inspiration for what are very 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 talented Jack young players. Yeah, they have a very very talented squad, and the best look to Adair this weekend. Um, that rounds out the podcast. Before we go, just to mention to the over forties game this Thursday night in St Patrick's Limerick, over forties versus Galway over forties in a challenge football game. Um, the squad list and the team management is up on the website if you want to have a look at that. No fee to go to the game, just donations to Milford Hospice and all the proceeds from the game will go to Milford Hospice, a very worthy cause. We've seen a lot of Limerick Jay um, teams and clubs, you know, organise uh, donations for Milford Hospice. So the best look to the both teams on Thursday night at 8 o'clock yeah. in Rabogue. Um, the best look to the teams this weekend in Munster Championship action 
uh, Newcastle, Napierce, Castle Mahan, um, and also to Adair in London. Um, a huge thank you to you, as always, Matt. Uh, we were quicker today, just over the hour. We tried to keep it to the hour, so that's why we were rushing there. But a huge thank you to you, Matt, and a thank you to everyone for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, so thank you again, Matt, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jack. The pleasure in the game. We get all with what yeah. you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it. No more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it didn't match it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in